FPC. It's the answer to SJW. Hello everybody, Perrin Lovett here for Prepper Post News on Wednesday, December 2nd, 2020. And what is this now? Take uh, 7, had minor technical issues, if you can believe that, from this professional outfit, at least my end. And uh, we're back here courtesy of Freedom Prepper, Freedom Roasters Coffee, and the all-new Freedom uh, Prepper uh, Community, a forum for us, which I'll talk about in a second. Um, I want to thank you for all the attention I've got uh, yesterday and Monday with the uh, the assorted news of the election uh, and the AP, the Georgia connection, the lawsuit, and all the rest of it. Uh, just fantastic stuff. Um, try to get this out, you know, uh, YouTube and I think most of the uh, the podcast uh, uh, platforms have uh, ways to share. So we're trying to build up the uh, the audience. Um, uh, of course, it's always quality over quantity, and we certainly have a quality audience thanks to you. But let's get in. Uh, today's feature, I'm still kind of trying to wrap up uh, old news, and this is not so much a, a burning hot topic as it is something that, uh, that that's always in the news, always affects everybody, especially preppers, and it's something I've been thinking about. So... Uh, Bear with me through this. Uh, you're going to learn a little something. Uh, we're going to talk about another great uh, personality in the media and um, something that affects everybody, especially in America. Um, so leave me some comments. Let's keep it going. And feel free to uh, discuss this or anything else over at uh, the community. So I want to talk about preppers on the road. And this could be anybody on the road. And this was, uh, was sparked by a couple of uh, a duo back-to-back articles written by Eric Peters, the libertarian car guy, and I've got a link at uh, freedomprepper.com for uh, EP Autos, um, which is his eponymous website, and I've also got a link to his YouTube channel. And what Eric uh, was talking about, I guess it was last week, um, what he does, he may be the last of the, uh, the real gearheads. The, uh, the car review guys, who uh, the, the last one who likes cars and who knows anything about them and enjoys driving them, not being driven by them, not being entertained by them, but actually using them for transportation, which is an absolute critical necessity in the 21st century, especially if you're doing something like preparing a homestead or uh, uh, bugging out. Um, and he touches on those. And he has become... Uh, all this crazy year of 2020, he has become, uh, more than he already was, a prepper. And uh, when I finally get the uh, the interview ability up, uh, Eric is going to be one of my, uh, uh, hope I, I hope I can get him on here fast, because he's got, always has a great and interesting take. He mainly does uh, car review articles, all things automotive, and he also has a lot of uh, uh, political commentary, usually from... Uh, the world of, of cars, and there, there's great overlap. He's the guy that said, hey, you shouldn't be, you know, surprised by all this face mask stuff. You know, the safety Nazis came for you, you know, 30 years ago with the seat belts and the motorcycle helmets and all of, you know, all of that in 100 years ago with the driver's license. And uh, part of this was sparked also. Uh, somebody I know just got the, uh, the first driver's license, so congratulations. Um, you know, you know, me, the Borderline anarchist sometimes, I'm still wondering 
why the state, which any state, which is just as corrupt and criminal as it can be, has any business telling me or anybody else why we, how, uh, or that we can drive a car. Um, you know, I, I've forgotten my license sometimes, and oddly enough, the car works just fine. Uh, this topic also came about because of, I don't know, 30 years of growing frustration on my part, motoring around the United States. Uh, this used to be, you know, we used to compete with Germany for some of the absolute best drivers in the world. And uh, America, you, you have slipped quite a bit. So, uh, you know, we've, we've got the, uh, the automated cars coming, you know, the, uh, as part of the Great Reset, if they're going to let you travel at all. They want you in a little bitty plastic bubble uh, that's that's all electric powered and it control it, it doesn't even have a steering wheel or any controls. You just get in and it's going to take you where it wants as fast or as slow as it wants, and you know you're going to be a, a glorified passenger. A lot of people were really looking forward to that. I am not. So, uh, but what what Eric the first article he had was uh, don't buy a new car. And I didn't link to that one, but you can easily link back and find it. And, you know, the reasons are many. Uh, first and foremost, these things were expensive. I, I think the average new car in America, something like $30,000. Um, and, you know, a used car. The, the $5,000 used car is kind of a thing of the past. But for ten dollars or $15,000, you can get something that's, uh, that's much more uh, economical. And just, just as safe, just as reliable... Um, anything, you know, made this century is probably head and shoulders above any other car quality wise, uh, you know, from the 20th century. And, uh, also the new cars, um, they're giant rolling computers and they, they interfere with your driving. Uh, if you want to turn right, they want to turn left. You want to speed up, they decide to stop and they're reporting on you constantly. It's a constant transceiver data stream going to the car company, the insurance companies, the credit bureaus, and of course the government. Old cars don't have that, so that's why he wrote uh, an article uh, called, you know, called Reasons to Buy a Good Used Car, and he is an expert at telling you what to look for, um, especially with a car or, for preppers, a pickup truck or an SUV, um, because, you know, you, you always need a truck. The, you know, the, the day you sell a truck then, uh, is the day that you're going to have something to move. Um, so check those out. Everybody drives around, and there's no reason <clears throat> why we can't drive affordable cars that don't spy on us, that are reliable and keep working, and, uh, you, know, would, you know, require only simple maintenance that in many cases you can do yourself. Check those out. Check out all of his videos. Uh, he packs a lot of uh, a lot of humor in as well. He's the home of uh, no clovers, and a clover is uh, his term for a uh, very poor modern driver. Uh, and he has some funny funny videos out in the wild, driving along behind some of these people and commenting on what they're doing that's not only dangerous but illegal. And uh, you know, by way of uh, negative reinforcement, he's teaching people how to drive properly. What you think? We want to know. Or you can feel free to comment on any of the other stuff I'm about to get into. Uh, general headlines in the news. Um, I know what all of you guys think about the uh, vaccine, uh, but at UNS there was an article about um, uh, even more reasons to avoid the needle 
if you're on the fence. So, and I know you guys are not, but uh, in any sense, it, it's important to uh, to understand what we're looking at um, with the. Uh, getting, I'm getting so tired of this story with coronavirus, and I found a uh, a great was it a 12 or 13 page newsletter from uh, Dr. Russell Blaylock that explains pretty much everything and what the real dangers are from this disease that uh, has not been isolated and only appears to, you know, affect a small number of people and is only lethal in, you know, 0.00002 cases. But you apparently you need two or three uh, pre-existing comorbid conditions to go along with that. Check that out. Um, I've, got, I've got a graphic and, of course, going to have the link to that. Uh, more medical news of a different kind and a very disturbing kind uh, down under. And this is something we've heard of outside of Australia as well. Matter of fact, it's something that's, uh, that's cropped up in the United States. We have a, uh, a child, I think a uh, 15-year-old girl, who uh, <clears throat> wants to become a boy. So this is uh, transanity. And the parents don't want any part of it, so they're refusing to go along with the... Uh, the hormone treatment that that causes just unbelievable damage to the uh, to the body, and because they're you know they are in loco parentis looking out for their own child, the health Nazis of Australia uh, seized the child from them and took him away. And there's a there's a tandem link that I saw off of this, uh, you know about um, you know doctors. You know, don't have if a child has a, a wish about not getting a blood transfusion. Well, doctors can ignore that. Parent, you know, the, the law says you can ignore that, but you can't ignore all this hormone stuff. So, uh, take a look at that. Um, this that's one of those areas that it's it's such a tiny outlier percentage, and yet it get, it gets thrown at us uh, left and right, um, and it makes no sense. Also, no sense. The, uh, the kids equal money to the, uh, the government schools. The more kids you have in attendance, especially in certain categories, the more state and federal money you get. And the, the school systems love that. They don't, they don't spend much of it on the kids, but you know, if you want to rebuild a gymnasium or you know, get a new football team, repave a parking lot, uh, have administration raises, not necessarily for teachers, but for the administrators, you need more money. And more kids equals more money. And uh, the organic prepper, uh, this was this was not Daisy, but it's it's her site. They noticed that in New Mexico there was a problem. The uh, the bureaucrats came back into school after the summer of Corona, and they noticed that thousands of kids were missing. And I, I've seen this uh, previously. I I saw an article. I think it was South Carolina was missing ten thousand. K through 12 students, and they had no idea. And this was back during uh, spring semester of last year. They had no idea what happened to them, and they, you know, they just they were supposed to be zooming, and they drifted away. And now that you know budget season is coming up, now it's a problem because you know 10,000 kids, you know that's what are they going to lose out? You know, nine, ten million dollars or more. Um, take a look at that, and you just don't see those problems if you homeschool. And let's see here. Ah, the Associated Press, which, by the way, if you didn't know, has called the 2020 United States presidential election for Joe Biden. I just want to let you know that. Um, they, 
they they have plans for, for moving on into the post-Trump world. You know, litigation, the law uh, notwithstanding, they're ready. And so is the European Union. And the EU has this brilliant plan to, uh, to bring the United States in into an economic partnership to hold off the horrible forces of China. It's going to benefit everybody, especially the elites. And I I imagine since it's an EU plan, it will especially, especially benefit the, uh, the elite in Brussels. Um, and what I see it as, you know, you don't even need to read this. Just look at the headline. You can tell it's one group of globalists trying to lure you into a trap, uh, scaring you with another set of globalists. Um, and, you know, just like you don't have school problems with homeschool, you don't have globalist problems with sane nationalism. Just something to keep an eye on. And another crazy conspiracy theory has, uh, has popped up. Donald Trump did an interview, and the press, I, I went to a Daily Beast uh, story, they're just aghast. They're, they are aghast that he would suggest, again, in the, in the face of all these mountains of evidence, that the deep state tried to uh, uh, you know, steal his election and throw a coup against him. And by the way, yeah, I can't remember, the, the things keep developing. I, I think yesterday I... Uh, I, 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 I said I am at least aware of more rumors and allegations about where some of this evidence came from. And uh, when I finally get the time and some, you know, some hard evidence about that, I'd like to find some, one of my friends in the, the community, not our community, but that community, to, uh, to ask about that for maybe some in-person confirmation. But yeah, so you know, he, he comes out on uh, one of these shows. First big interview since uh, the AP declared that Joe Biden had won the election. And he says, yeah, the FBI and the deep state stole my, tried to steal my election from me. And that was very upsetting to the deep state. Uh, maybe not as much as uh, other things are going to upset them. But we'll find out. And didn't I tell you, here's an update. Um, so Monday I, I presented the, uh, the Kraken case, and I had this theory that all of this evidence, most of it, the classified stuff certainly from U.S. Intel, uh, foreign and domestic, came from Donald Trump, and she, he gave it to, uh, declassified it and gave it to Sidney Powell to run with it, and she did. And she's come out, I've got a little story, it's not much confirmation, but yeah, she's, she's saying that yes, I, I got most of this stuff from Donald Trump. So he knew he was watching and, uh, you know, we've had this idea of the 4D underwater chess that he was playing with these, uh, these people. And maybe, maybe it was real. Uh, it's, it's certainly, if, if it, even if it's not, it's certainly a fun time. You know, we didn't have this much fun growing up with, uh, you know, with the Grace Commission and Iran-Contra. Uh, interesting time. A few more stories uh, of the, uh, the more usual sort. Uh, I don't want to mess the man's name up, but we uh, have more about the, uh, the assassination of Iran's leading nuclear scientist. Uh, the Daily Mail is, uh, like everybody else, uh, highly suggestive that this was a Mossad hit, possibly involving a team as large as 62 people, 12 on the ground, 50 in support. Uh, and they all, you know, a bomb, then gunfire, and they all faded away, and now uh, Iran is... They're, you know, they're talking in their press and from the, uh, you know, from the, the parliament about revenge. Um, and they, they, they usually take revenge for this, this kind of thing. No reason in the world why any of that should involve the United States. 
But we're also getting some conflicting uh, reports, which, you know, early, this early on in any kind of international matter is par for the course. Uh, I've got another story that suggests that maybe it wasn't a, a machine gun team on the ground. Maybe it was a remote control machine gun mounted on a car, uh, you know, several hundred feet away. I don't know. I wasn't there. I wouldn't have wanted to be there. Uh, but it's just, uh, and why does this concern us? It shouldn't. It, I mean, we should say, well, that, that's bad. Move on. But for a hundred years, we've had this uh, urge to meddle in everything, whether it concerns it or not. And again, this took place in Iran, which is quite some distance from the United States, any part. If it happened in Ohio or Florida, I, you know, I, yes, I could see involvement. Um, but not way over there. Uh, but just like the warmongers, and they're, they're always going to be with us, that our friends at the Federal Reserve just can't stop interfering. Uh, I've got an AP story, and by the way, the AP called the presidential election for Joe Biden. They also suggest now that, uh, stock market aside, the economy is still in trouble, and that's why the Fed has to remain heavily involved in things like the bond market. Got to keep buying, got to keep buying, keep propping up Wall Street uh, and, the, and the commercial banks. Keep, keep the, the funny money flowing. And they may be at a point now where they have to keep interfering. As I said before, they made a trap, and they walked right into it, and uh, now they're caught, and at some point they will expect you to pay. <clears throat> and some people might expect that finally it might be time for them to pay. Uh, we'll see. Um, so yes, Wall Street, uh, you know, I think the Dow just hit 30,000, rec new record. You know, you would never know there's any problem in the world, but if you're, you know, down on Wall Street, uh, because it's propped up by all this monetary methadone, as Gerald Salente calls it. Uh, on Main Street, it's a different story, including Main Street USA. And we've got something from uh, an entertainment forum called The Wrap about the devil mouse, excuse me, about Disney, uh, getting ready to lay off 32,000 employees which I would have to guess would be a substantial percentage of their workforce. And unfortunately, most of these people are at the theme parks. And most of them, you know, think what you will at Disney. These are people that, you know, uh, you know, are doing the best they can at a job to make people happy. So it's, it's terrible news. Um, I've not been to one of those theme parks in almost 20 years. Um, but uh, check that out. Um, might affect your uh, your summer plans next year. And the final word, <laughs> I didn't know where to go with this, so I, I threw out two stories. Uh, one is about, uh, it's from uh, the Z-Man, as, as he wrote uh, for Taki Mag, uh, about the rise of uh, girl power in America, you know, um, and what that means. And it looks a lot like a different kind of feminine or feminist uh, fascism. Uh, whereas, whereas before, you know, we were concerned about building things and doing things. Now we, uh, we're concerned about how words, uh, affect, you know, certain small groups. And, uh, you know, these ladies have a lot of allies. And, uh, my only comment on that is, you know, men, don't be so hard on the, uh, the ladies, even the hardcore feminist, um, because, uh, you know, uh, we let it happen whatever it is. And the last story, I always like to end these on an inspirational note. I just saw this. I, I knew about the run-up, uh, but I, I saw the, I didn't see the fight, but I saw the, uh, 
the reporting of the draw. Iron Mike, Iron Mike Tyson, back in the ring and swinging away to a draw uh, at the age of 54. So think whatever you will of Mike Tyson. Uh, I've watched some interviews of his recently, and uh, he is a, uh, a greatly changed man, except back in the ring. His, his boxing style has, has, has improved, too. The stamina and the, uh, the, the grace and endurance he has has not, and it's astounding that he still you know, looks about as good 34 years later as he did when he you know, came out in the 80s. Uh, and I, I sense that he's learned quite a bit, and he's no longer a, a wild brawler. He's a, a, very, a very polished and technical boxer. We try to be polished and technical here, too. Uh, I want you guys to get all, all everybody over to the, uh, the, uh, the community, uh, get some discussions going free from the interference. And also, I just wanted to say a quick word about uh, all of the other uh, videos that you'll find courtesy of uh, Freedom Prepper. Recently, let me just take a look here. We've had, uh, you know, these are, these are prepper articles. These are things about, you know, preparing for tomorrow at any level, whether you're just starting out or you're a veteran or uh, you're a homesteader, bugging in, bugging out. We've got uh, 10 foods that don't store well long-term, and that, that's a very important issue. Uh, take a look at that. Another top 10, 10 reasons you won't be bugging out. You know, there's a great, great question about either hunkering down and riding it, whatever it is, out, or hitting the road and running to safety. And there's a lot of consideration that goes into either one of those. But if you're, if you're going to run away somewhere, first of all, where are you going? What are you going to do when you get there? And uh, how are you going to get there? And it's, you know, we've, we've had articles in the past, probably dozens of them, uh, about why that's not always an easy proposition. Things to think about along with six survival items to find at thrift stores. And we've had some great comments on that one uh, that I, I read. 23 uses for old tires. Um, you know, take a look at that. Another top 10, things to do when starting a homestead. Uh, and some of, some of you guys live it every day. Others are just starting out. So uh, whatever your level, we're glad to have you. And uh, we'll see you back here tomorrow, Thursday, with more news as it evolves around this crazy world. Happy December, everybody. Parent love it, and out.